Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bomb Squad. I'm your host, Will Canalizo, and as always, I am joined by John Gilbert, the other host. Co-host, yeah. And today we're yeah. talking, we're talking birds. We're go. <laughs> Isn't that right, John? Thought, Thunderbirds are, in fact, go. I, I, I just, was, I was caught off guard by birds. <laughs> well, that's what they're called. They're the, the, well, it's weird because they're not called the Thunderbirds. They're International Rescue. Yes. And like the, they, the cars are the Thunderbirds. Yeah, they're ships and such. And they're... Uh, I, let's, let's just kind of dive into this. <laughs> I, we, today we're covering Thunderbirds. We're talking about Thunderbirds. Released in 2004, directed by Jonathan Frakes. I saw um, this in Denver, or no, Boulder, with my dad. Who I, My dad was a fan of the puppet tv series yeah this is based on like a weird fucking freak show where like all the characters (laughs) are puppets uh the movie cost 65 million dollars without trailers and advertising it made 6.8 million domestic and 21.4 international uh that means this movie lost uh 36.8 million dollars this is one of the biggest flops of all time like this is a Flop. It's on the Wikipedia page for box office bombs. It's like weird because we like we were watching this and it's like it's kind of weird that this movie like didn't make money in 2004. Well, and especially because it seemed like this movie, everyone I know has kind of remembered it. They're like, oh, yeah, I think I saw that. And so I figured, oh, it made some money. But man, it yeah, it's like the, make- the people you talk to coincidentally were the only people who saw Thunderbirds. Mm hmm. And another thing that I, um, I think definitely like in my fucking just also like, also I'd like to congratulate John on being vaccinated. Oh yeah. I got the vaccine. Everybody. So John is now caught up to me in terms of having autism and, uh, this (laughs) podcast will now be about, I'm allowed, I could, I am. (laughs) I know, but I just, (laughs) and we're now pivoting. pivoting It's good that we're, it's good that this, the first episode post you joining me in Valhalla is about (laughs) a movie with large (laughs) machines and vehicles. (laughs) To be, yeah, to be fair, this is a movie that I also don't understand how I never saw toys for. Mm-hmm. This is one of the most intensely like toyetic. It's movies. so toyetic. It's like all the vehicles look like they're made of like polyurethane plastic. Like they all look yeah. like ABS. They um, all look kind of cool. They, like, they look I, kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, this is a movie that I'm surprised didn't have like Lego themes. Yeah. I, while we were watching it, I was like doing research because I was like, there have to like. And the closest thing we found was like on the Lego Ideas website. Someone was like, they should make a Thunderbird set. And like everyone yes. was like, no, nah, I don't think it's so. The, it's the same way people are like, they should make a Persona set. And I'm like, you really don't understand what that Danish company is about. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, they're not about the Thunderbirds. I think the other thing that this is another like mid-2000s notorious, like, family film flop. But this movie also occupies the same space in my head that, like, Zoom does. Yeah, Like, I specifically have a note written on the iPad that this movie is not Zoom. Yeah. Zoom, Zoom for reference, also uh, made $13 million on a $76 million budget. So we'll talk Zoom someday. Yeah. Yeah. He's... But, yeah, like, it's just, um... That being said, I understand. I don't want to say that this is like, oh, well, this didn't deserve to bomb. Like other other movies we're going to talk about. I I see. I don't really like this movie that much. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't this movie is very good. 
But I also but don't, I don't think understand that it's that how they bad. lost that much money. <laughs> yeah, I I think that putting together the spreadsheet and like looking at specifically like recent movies, like stuff like like on Bomb Report and like on the Wikipedia page for box office bombs, there's shit like Tenet and there's shit like Wonder Woman eighty four, which like came out last year where there were no movie theaters and they're like, oh, they bombed because like and it's like, yeah, that's yeah, technically that true, but also it like count. I'm very interested in seeing what box off or like what if budgets for these things change at all in the next like couple of years. Yeah. Cause it's like movies don't need to cost $200 million. And like, no, that kind of, and like we were talking about movies in the box office. We talked about it for like an hour after we watched this fucking movie. Cause it's like, yeah, it is so, so weird. And this will especially be about the movie we talk about next week. Um, that it is kind of crazy that like most, if, a, if it's a big movie, it needs to make a billion dollars. Yeah, and which how I like think is, that is, is kind of broken. Yeah, and how that has just like broken the movie industry, where it's like Raya came out, like the Disney animated like action adventure movie that's like sitting on my desktop. It's like a Pirate Bay exclusive. Um, yeah, because which I, I'm, I'm I feel not bad about because I would have seen that in a. Oh theater. yeah, I would have seen that in a theater, and I probably like from what I've heard, it's quite good. And it's like yeah. that movie is probably because it's only of it you can only watch it in like New York and Texas in a theater is yeah. not going to make a lot of money. Yeah. And like people are gonna and be like, I, oh, it bombed. Why? And like people are gonna pull the wrong thing from it, as opposed to like people are gonna pull from like, oh yeah, you there are like six movie theaters open right now in the country. Yeah, and mix in the fact that that's entirely the movie I would love to see in a theater. Yeah, like it's it's very strange to me. On top of I the also, fact that like I just like going to movie theaters. Yeah, it, I mean. <laughs> That was some of the happiest times pre-pandemic are like us going to Burbank, mm-hmm. sitting down, watching Ford v. Ferrari. Watching... Crying our eyes out. Oh, so good. So good. Seeing that in IMAX was so fun. Yeah, like that was really one of like, like obviously like the last great theater experience pre-pandemic was everyone seeing Uncut Gems. Yeah. The, the Gems Theater experience is kind of unbeatable. Yeah, that's a that's a great one. But I also... I this is a movie that I saw in a theater and don't remember being this bombastic. Like weirdly enough, as a kid, I just remember the, like I, the things I took away were the space station that stuck in my, in my mind. You were a big, you're a big Thunderbird five kid. I guess so. Mm -hmm. Like you got got bullied by the kids who really liked Thunderbird one. Uh, Thunderbird one is the objective coolest. It's sure. The coolest, I guess. It's just a rocket. Yeah, it's just a rocket. I I'm, my I'm, favorite is is Thunderbird two. I'm on the Wikipedia page right now. I don't remember this. Thunderbird four just appears to be like a school bus that goes underwater. <laughs> that could be my favorite because Thunder. Well, let's talk about the Thunderbirds, not the the men. The uh, the, the, the Thunderbird one is a rocket ship. Uh, yeah. Thunderbird two is a GameCube. <laughs> it's a green. It looks like a GameCube. Yeah. Um, according to the according to the Wikipedia article for the Thunderbirds, uh, its maximum speed is five thousand miles per hour. <laughs> it's pretty fast. It's I'm reading that it says uh, roughly Mach seven point eight two. Yeah, it checks out. It's like about the fastest like something can go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For reference, Thunderbird one, which is a uh, a rocket ship, goes fifteen thousand miles an hour. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's also weird because, like, Thunderbird 2 kind of seems like the Thunderbird's, like, main. Like, that's how they're getting around for the most part. Because, like, Thunderbird 1 is a rocket ship, 
which makes it like vaguely inefficient. Um, yeah, it's a fucking it, rocket ship. Um, as but, is Thunderbird three. Two of the th- three of them are just rocket ships. Oh, I didn't even realize this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then four, and then four is the school bus, and then five is the space station where they send the ugly kid to live. Yes. <laughs> Let's let's talk about the cast of this movie. Yeah, so, so this t- is, top build, we got Brady Corbett. Uh, who's apparently in movies? He's in the Funny Games Oh, he's games in Funny reboot. Games. Oh, he's in Mysterious Skin. Oh, no, he's, he's like in the in Funny movies. Games. He's in the Funny Games remake, which is one of the weirdest. It's the same you know guy. The, yeah, it's, it's still Michelle Haneke. It's shot for shot. Yeah, it's like Gus Van Sant's Psycho, but it's years, the same dude. And exactly 10 years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just like, I want to make it again. It's so strange. It's he's so, good in that so movie. Strange. That movie's good. Oh, no, he's in, like... It's weird, because he's in Mysterious Skin, which is, like, a Greg Araki Sundance movie where, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt sucks cock. And then he's in Funny that. Games. That movie's hella good. Hmm. Um, and then he's in, like, a bunch of weird, like, con movies, because he's, he's in Melancholia. In... He's in Clouds of Sils Maria. Like, Force he's in, Majeure. He's in Force Majeure. He's in fucking While We're Young, and then he, like, just... He, he, it's like he's become, like, a mumblecore guy. It's really interesting, because he's not... He, I, I Is he the main kid? This. Yes. Okay. He's the main kid. Mm-hmm. Which is strange, because... Not bad in this, but he's just kind of like, oh, yeah, this kid's not going to be in any other movies. And then he's, and like... Yet, and then he's, like, a con darling, or, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, he's not, like, not, like, a... He's not, like, a nominated for awards at Cannes, but, like, he is in movies that play at Cannes and Sundance, like, almost exclusively after this. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems good for him, because after him, we have Bill Paxton, who is, I wrote in my notes here, uh, Big Uncle Energy. Yeah, he's got Big Uncle Energy. He's sec- He's hot in this movie. He is. He's, he's good looking, because he, this is kind of in the phase where, I want to say, that, like, first off, R.I.P. Bill Paxton. Yes. Yeah, he died way too young. So sad. But did this weird thing where in some movies he would just, he, he was on like Big Love and he would be in movies being handsome, like a leading man. And then he would then be in like True Lies and be the scummiest guy of all time. Mm-hmm. Or like uh, Nightcrawler. He really had this strange... The only one I can really compare him to is maybe... Uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on his name. Christian Slater. Yeah. Because Christian Slater has a very similar career where he's like, oh, I'm a teen heartthrob. They kind of like, look alike. Yeah, they look a little weird. They're kind of... They got the same like mouth, I think. Yeah. And like lower face. I do, I will say this, I remember, like, he popped up in this movie, and my dad, I think, was like, oh, that's the, that's Dinky Winks from Spy Kids. Oh, <laughs> I was like, wait, re- <laughs> I know, yeah, as like a, he- <laughs> he's Dinky Winks. Oh my god, we rang the dinkster for this episode. We rang the dinkster for thought? this one. <laughs> Who that, that's fucking awesome. Thought? Uh, good for him. He's, again, I want to reiterate. He's great in this. He's just the dad. Yeah. But he's he's great. Then we have Ben Kingsley. As the hood. And Ben Kingsley playing essentially the same character he plays in every major Hollywood movie. No, yeah, he's 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 like playing Trevor Slattery in this movie. Like he's just like doing a funny voice and like 
he has mind control powers. That like shows up for like he shows up probably like forty five minutes into the movie in his fucking like Lego agent squad submarine and just like <laughs> that looks like you build it in Minecraft and then just it's like so his eyes turn how- red and starts using like psychic powers on people. But it's it's not just psychic powers. It's like telekinesis. Sometimes it's very ill defined. Yeah, but he's uh, his name ill-defined. is the Hood. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he really. I kind of want to go on a Ben Kingsley tangent here. Yeah, talk about Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley is really interesting because an actor that pretty much everybody knows has has all of these interesting roles in like Shakespeare and he's, he wins for uh does he win for Schindler's list? No, but he, no, that's cause that's everybody going. Oh my oh, God. Oh yeah. Good. No. Cause he wins for Gandhi. Yeah. He wins for Gandhi and then Schindler's Schindler's list happens. And it feels like after that, it's not even that he doesn't do a lot of interesting movies. He's just one of those guys who never is not working. And so you find him in shit like this and Prince of Persia and, like all of these other movies that are like, really? Oh, you yeah, did he this? Is he has like such a weird. Have you seen Sexy Beast? Uh, I have not. Sexy Beast rules. He, it's a uh, Jonathan Glazer who did Under the Skin. It's his first feature. Sexy oh. Beast is really great. Ben Kingsley just plays like a retire. Like he just plays like a mob boss, and he's just in like psycho mode the whole time. Who else is in this? Uh, Ray Winstone, I think, is the other one. Uh, Ian yep. McShane is in it. It, it. It's like that movie's really great. I think it's it, it's also like ninety three minutes. Like it's such a, it's a good enjoyable. Huh. That movie's good. Oh, oh, yeah, he's, he's in Lucky Number Eleven. He has yeah, like he, such I, a weird career post Oscar. Because it feels like he just he wins the Oscar for playing one of the most famous people of all time, mm-hmm. and everyone kind of going, yeah, that was he's good in that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you then, get he then does selfless. Or self slash less. Yeah, which is which I always get confused with limit slash less. Yes, as do I. Uh, and yeah, he then just does all this other bullshit. Yeah, he's in Sh- he pops up in Shutter Island. He's in Hugo. He plays fucking George Millier. It's he's bizarre. just like in a bunch of movies. He's one of our. I really do love him. Like every time he just shows up and shit, I'm like fucking thrilled. I do too. I, I really like him too. I just think that he's very interesting and in that he does. It's, I don't really understand how he picks these. <laughs> no, I think like, he just like, just likes being in movies and, but like, not like someone like a cage or a Travolta where like, they like being in movies to the detriment of their career. It's like Ben and, Kingsley's and like never need... bad. And for the no. most part, like his bad in movies, this, he's good. Yeah. He's good in this. He's funny. I have written, yeah. he looks like fucking Colonel Kurtz in this movie. <laughs> He and does. like he's lit he's like him the shaved. entire time. He's fully shaved in this. Yeah, like his his head looks like a thumb. Like he's just mm-hmm. in full Kurtz mode. It's like very very funny. Like that was like Frakes's like single directorial choice was like he was just gonna make fucking Ben Kingsley look like Colonel Kurtz. <laughs> also, good plan. No. By, so the the plot of this movie is that the Thunderbirds. Uh, sorry, uh, let me rephrase that. Uh, international rescue. Which uh, sucks it's the, it's the Tracy name. family. Like, why aren't they called the Thunderbirds? Like, it's not hard. Like, it's that's a better name than International Rescue. I, I mean, I guess I guess like International Rescue does tell you what they're doing. Yeah, they're they're just the rescue team. They're, they're rescue the rescue heroes. heroes. Yeah, rescue heroes. Um, they uh, they they fly around in their big machines and they save people. Um, yeah, and that's about it. The, 
the and opening set piece of them on the oil rig fire is looks fun. Weirdly the fir- good. The first twenty minutes of this movie are kind of a little too fun. We were watching it together uh, over uh, Discord, and we were like, "Oh, oh, this is fun." We were like, "It's <laughs> weird then, that this movie wasn't popular because like we're having a great time." And then like minute thirty rolls around, and like also I did I I, I made a note of this. I did enjoy this. I did watch this movie while in, uh, drinking a delicious Bundaberg ginger beer. Bundaberg, please for the love of God, sponsor the podcast. Sponsor the podcast. I had one last night. It's it's so a delicious. delicious treat. So so good. Mm-hmm. So 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 good. But yeah, he shows up. He's like, he's like my, he's like, Bill Bill Paxton left my brother to die in an avalanche, or saved my brother and left me to die in an avalanche. So now my plan yes. is, I'm going to steal the Thunderbirds' gadgets and rob banks. So then the Thunderbirds will get blamed for it. Which is, there's so much going on here. I it, wrote that. I wrote that he has a good also plan. Also, the, thun- the I was wrong to write that. Like, just it's fully incorrect. Plan. That's, that plan sucks. Because I'm assuming the Thunderbirds could just go on, like, the news or whatever and be like, hey, it's us, the Thunderbirds. Well, um, he's trying to kill them all. I, I suppose he's he like, is trying to kill them all. But he's also trying to do the Darth Vader thing where he's like, oh, you're, uh, your father's not a good guy. I'm the good guy. He's, like, trying to gaslight uh, mm-hmm. the main kid. Yeah, he, we, have to, we do have to cancel the hood for... For gaslighting. For gaslighting. That's he, the, we have to hold him <laughs> responsible for his actions. I'm not allowing that shit to happen. Yeah, we can't let that happen on this podcast. But but it's also like but he also has like the Bane plan where he's like he's like, I'm gonna I, put the Thunderbirds in space on the space station with the ugly kid and like make them watch while I rob like the Bank of England. Well, I just wanna <laughs> to clarify the ugly kid is not a kid. He's just this man that does not look related to the rest of the Thunderbirds. But he is, like, one of the Thunderbirds' sons. Yes. They, but, and his hair is dyed. He looks like Pete Davidson. Yeah. It would be like if I, if I said, hey, here's my son, Pete Davidson. Yeah. Because all the other Thunderbird boys just look like me. Yeah, like they're just, just, like, they're handsome-looking blonde white guys. They're just, like, very generic dudes. <laughs> they go to an all-boys school, which is kind of gay. Um, uh, with brains. Oh, yeah. So there's his, a brain of the operation. Who yeah, his son, get enough brains. Uh, has, a, has a thing that when we were watching, we were like, oh, they don't do this in movies anymore. I wonder why that is. And then realized, oh, yeah, because making fun of a stutter is a bad look. Yeah, brains is a stutter. And, like, it's not really... Like, brains is uh, put by Anthony Edwards. He's uh, the nerd. Who's great. I really like Anthony Edwards. Yeah, him and his He's son, a, uh, Fermat. Zodiac. Are, uh, his name's Fermat. Yeah, he's like, this is my son. I'm a. He's like, I'm Ooh. a huge nerd. This is my son, who's also a huge nerd. I love him very much. Yeah, that's the weird thing. They keep trying to imbue a little thing in there, but they're both just huge nerds. And he's like, uh, uh, my son. Uh, I hope you don't have to worry about girls. And he's like, I'm not worried about girls, Dad. And he's, he's like, like okay. I'm only worried about microprocessors. And the dad's like, yeah. that's my boy. And like, there's just like no tension between the two of them. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's just he's he, they love each other. It's, it's yeah, a very it's lovely. Mm-hmm. And they, I I'm trying to think of what else happens at the because there's like the opening where um so Brady Corbett is like I want to be part of the Thunderbirds and Bill Paxton's like no you have to go to school so he goes to school um and he's like and really he, obsessed with the Thunderbirds because like it's his family I guess but he's trying to keep that a secret which yeah. is weird because I it, feel it's like, a secret identity because they're like. But the Thunderbirds go, like, they're not anonymous. Thunderbirds are go. You're right, John. <laughs> they are go. <laughs> we'll talk about that. 
the song. Yeah. How that went number one. One in on the, the UK, UK chart, the busted song. And one <laughs> the UK record of the year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's That's talk so about that fucked. now. That's so fucked That's up. So weird. <laughs> Movies don't do that anymore. Well, and if they do, it's because of, it's like, oh, Kendrick Lamar releases yeah, it. That'd be for like Black if the Panther. plan went platinum. Yeah, exactly. Whereas the plan was everybody going like, huh? But no, weird that's not that true. Travis is just no that's describing not, that, the movie. That's not true because people saw Tenet. That would be like if like the Pitbull song for Gotti hit number one. <laughs> like a movie that nobody fucking gave a shit about. People were like, hold on, like it's kind of cool when he rhymes like John with Teflon Don, and like then it hits number one. <laughs> we'll talk about Gotti. Uh, that movie's magic. Real quick, everybody. Um, Go stream. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get that platinum. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. What we're, are we getting? The plan to number one. Uh, no. Oh no, we're getting uh, the John Gotti song. <laughs> yeah, let me pull up what that song is called. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll keep going. Yeah, with the fill movie. airtime while I type in Gotti on the Spotify. So, so there's Fermat, and I'm just gonna skip ahead. The hood comes shows up. On I believe a the song is Amore. I believe like that's the song. Great. <laughs> as as someone who's seen Gotti like three times, I like should know, but Gotti's number one fan. <laughs> you know about me and his son, right? John Gotti's son? John Gotti Jr., or- yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, so the pizza place I worked at in high school and like the summer between my freshman and sophomore year of college on in, in undisclosed town on Long Island um, was basically so the Gottis lived in that town like John Gotti Jr. and Kim Gotti his wife and I worked so in this shop it was like a strip mall and there was like a deli slash greengrocer which I think I've I've talked about working at the deli before and the pizza place that I worked at and John Gotti Jr.'s wife Kim Gotti who's in the movie Gotti came in and like was like always like oh like it's so nice to like see young people like working at the, the local businesses or like whatever the fuck she would say yeah and then Did you deliver to their house? Yes. So what happened was, so I didn't know who this person was at the time because I was like 16 years old and not watching as much History Channel as I used to. But (laughs) my dad came in once to like pick up pizza or whatever. And like he saw John Gotti Jr. And he was like, well, you know who that is? And I was like, no, I don't know who that is. He's like, that's John Gotti Jr. And I was like, dad, I don't know who that fucking is. And he was like, we'll talk (laughs) later. And I was like, oh, boy. So then he like weaved me the tale of Gotti, like when I got home that night, and which I, I really do love the tale of Gotti because it's just, <laughs> it's just that he's bad at his job. He's, well, he, the, no, yeah, well the Teflon Don, they couldn't get him. They couldn't <laughs> like, get him, John. He's just they couldn't get him because he's such an idiot. They like, couldn't get him. Um, Nothing but, sticks to him. So yeah, John Gotti Jr. came into the pizza place that I worked at like every single day. I was like, yeah, this pizza place is like absolutely owned by the mob, and like it was true. Um, and then like yeah. I think like something happened with like the Long Island Italian mob in like two thousand and like nineteen, and like the pizza place shut down. <laughs> but Weird. I did I did deliver pizzas like once a week to John Gotti Jr.'s house, and Kim Gotti was like very good to me. Like it, like it would be like twenty five dollars, and she'd give me a fifty and be like, keep the change. And I'm like, wow, you've like made my night. Wow. So, like, honestly, like, Gotti, not that bad, if you really think about it. It's, hey, gave you, gave you them good, good tip. Yeah, but like, literally, like, gave me, like, plenty of money, like, the summers that I worked there. Um, 
I, but, I do think we need to talk about two other characters, the only two women in this movie. Can we talk about how Alan Tracy gets busted at school and then has to write a 10,000 word paper as oh punishment? Which that, is that's 40, the other 40 pages. <laughs> like, we were right. watching it, and the, the t- his, like, teacher, who's, like, just, like, some old fucking cranky lady, was like, you have to write 10,000 pa-. We were like, how many fucking pages is like, we, we did the it. math. I was like, oh, it's, like, 40 pages. He's going to write a fucking, like, Flannery O'Connor short story story <laughs> he's turning in his pilot <laughs> yeah no exactly it's crazy mm-hmm. i so i will say yeah talk about women she's though. one of three i'm sorry there are three movie <laughs> women in this movie uh they don't really talk mm-hmm. ever except to be like hello well vanessa hudgens as a mystical pacific islander a tintin belangant does talk yeah she is in she the movie t- she is, but she isn't because all she does throughout the movie is go like, I am mystical. My dad is the cook mm-hmm. and my uncle is the hood. Yep. And oh, yeah. His spoilers sh- for um for Thunderbirds. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers for Thunderbirds. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> We're not putting in a timestamp. Uh, that's the, the only spoiler in the yeah, movie. It's the only it's the only like twist. That, I, I would say that's one of the only plot points in the movie is that you learn that like the guy who like. It, it, that you learn like that, like the gardener is the hood's brother who he saved from the, uh, the avalanche. And not, it's, there's no twists other than that. It's just very boring. Uh, and I will also add in, sir, uh, there's Sophia miles who plays lady Penelope Creighton ward. And I, she's just kind of a mix of James Bond and actually Austin Powers. Yeah, and like British people. Yes. It's very weird character cuz she's like, "Hello, I'm I'm very British." She looks she she is styled perfectly in this movie. Like it's a great it, she's she has pink everything. She's a mix of legally blonde with James Bond. She's hot. Le- legally blonde. Yeah. Yeah. She is. I was distracted. I, I was distracted watching this movie. Like I yeah. like, literally just was. Like I was like, yeah, she's hot. <laughs> it's like her and Paxton. <laughs> yeah, both of them are just like well, and they set up at the end that the two of them kind of have a thing, which is. But I weird. also like, but Bill Paxton's like fifty in this movie. Yeah, and like, she's he's like, like, this is me and my four adult sons, and she's like twenty five. <laughs> yes, and she's kind of hitting on him rather than the actual like. Yeah, that's the other thing. The adult sons are adults. Mm-hmm. The main characters, the especially baby Pete Davidson, like he like is like I live on the space station. Yes, <laughs> Pete Davidson is such a. It's scary. like fucked up because like the the three. What is it? It's four sons. It's four adult sons. Yes, it's like the three that like live on like Earth with Bill Paxton are like hand like they're they're handsome guys, and then like Pete yeah. Davidson just like looks like shit. It's, I want to reiterate, it is not Pete Davidson. It's not Pete Davidson. He just guy. looks like Pete Davidson. And he has bleached blonde hair. Yeah. Rather than, like, the rest all are, like, dirty blonde or, like... Like, he just looks like a dude hair. you'd, like, see on Melrose wearing, like, a $5,000 bubble jacket when it's 90 degrees out. Yes. Yes. That like, is this dude, exactly. like, has come into, like, the uh, the store, the retail location that I worked at and, like, called me, like, a fag. Like, he has. I, Jesus Christ. This is how, yeah. ha- no, like, guy, a, a guy who looked like this did this to me, like, maybe, like, a year ago. That's so shitty. Eh, I work retail. Who gives a shit? That's true. <laughs> Who's fucking maybe. surprised? 
Vanessa Hudgens is more the look that yells at me at Bevmo when we don't have <laughs> the <laughs> the uh, Ace of Spades. That's very very true. It's a lot of Kardashian. Does she give you like the uh, the weird uh, Mystic Pacific Islander cat <laughs> eyes, and you're like, we still don't have it. Yeah, that's exactly what they, what what happened to me. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Hudgens, I'll I'll kind of this is her first movie. I want to say, is it? No, I she's in thirteen s- the year before. Okay, which is directed I, by Catherine Hardwick, who goes on to make Twilight and Miss Bala. Oh. Okay. Interesting. But that movie, like, made money. Like, it made, like, ten... Oh, it's a Sundance movie. But I will say this. I think it's very interesting that she... Just... I don't think we'll ever really cover her again (laughs) on this podcast. Um, To talk about her... Fill air while I I confirm that. Yeah. To talk about her, she's kind of a child star, like, very young star with High School Musical then decides to go more to acting has a few things that are fine. She does sucker punch. She does beastly. The second, uh, journey journey to the mysterious Island. Uh, Did did you know that that was a sequel to I journey to the center of the earth? I did not even like just now. I, don't think I realized that. Yeah, I didn't know that. I remember, like, as a child, my young, the older of my two younger sisters, like, really wanted to see that movie. And she was like, we mm. have to go see Journey 2. And I was like, what the fuck is Journey 2? <laughs> and, like, it wasn't until, like, years later where, like, I think, like, my other sister was like, do you remember when you wanted to go see this fucking movie? And I, and I was like, <laughs> what is Journey 2? And I Googled it. And I was like, this is a sequel to Journey to the Center of the Earth? And it's called Journey 2? Well, and the only thing they keep, I'm looking at Is it the now, word journey. And Josh Hutcherson. Oh, is it the same? I assume it's the same kid, yeah. It's the same. It's Josh Hutcherson as the mm. same kid, but they don't keep Brendan Fraser or any of the other supporting Is cats. Brendan Fraser their dad in the first one? I think he's their uncle. He is their uncle, yeah. I, and I, I Dwayne The Rock being... Johnson is their stepdad. It's just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> That's fucked up. That's like an early Kane. I mean, an early, uh, an early Dwayne. Kane is also in the cast. Yeah, Kane. Uh, this movie made three hundred thirty-five million dollars. What the fuck? Right. And that's I think so that's, weird. But she's in that. She's then in Harmony Korine's Spring Breakers, a movie that I kind of like. I don't like that movie. I, I it's a vibes movie for me. I, I have don't personal beef with Harmony Korim, but I do think that me and him could become friends. Hey, like I don't like his work, but I think that like he's kind of funny. Harmony Korim, come on the podcast. Yeah, sure. John, you're forgetting Band Slam. I I, I don't know what that. Oh, you don't know about oh. Band Slam, where she plays a character named S A Five M. How do you pronounce that? Sasm. Why is the five in there? Um, the five is silent. Okay, then. I'm pulling from the Band Slam Wikipedia page. I have not seen Band Slam. And then she's in, it seems, just a lot of really bad stuff. She's also in, she's also in, did we talk about High School Musical? Yeah, I I just kind of dropped that one immediately. Because, like, that's, that's a weird, like, yeah, of course. But other than that, it seems like all she's done is rent live. Cool. And... She did a. She was on So You Think You Can Dance. I remember mm-hmm. a weird one where she 
I remember the take was for a long time, oh, she's going to have the biggest career post HSM. But Zach Efron, like, yeah, eh, Zephron. he's just kind of a pretty face. And I think people are kind of, kind of just like leaning into him being this uncomplicated himbo. Owen, like, friend of the show, Owen Larkin, like, really, like, is ride or die for Efron. Past and, like, past I don't understand. I don't understand it, but, like, I think I could be brought to understand it someday. I I kind of like him more in the Neighbors movies where he's yeah. playing an idiot. Yeah. He's, I, he's great when he's a himbo. I also do, I, I also will ride for him in, like, Dirty Grandpa. Yes. <laughs> I think that movie's funny, and I think he's, like, funny in it. Yeah. He, it's, he's doing a two-hander in that with Robert De Niro mm-hmm. and, like, keeping his head above water. Yeah, no, I, like, I, in my head, he's just, like, not Channing Tatum and will never be Channing Tatum. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of what it is that. for me. And it's, like, obviously we can have, like, multiple of those type of guy. Like, we also have, like, Henry Cavill and, like, yeah. if they ever want to bring Frasier out of the out of the freezer. But, like, mm. no I, one will be I, better at doing that than Channing Tatum. That's that's fair. Because Ta- Tatum is also like a way better like actor than Zac Efron. Yeah, like yeah. Th- like Tatum is like a real like he's like a real good actor. Yeah, and I'll, I mean I'll, I'll I'll stand for that one. I, I I could I could fully agree with that. I will say this: ever all of the older brothers in Thunderbirds look like his stunt doubles. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like the Chris Channing. Evans Scott Pilgrim bit. <laughs> Yes. Where it's just like a <laughs> bunch of dudes who that. like, it, it's like Iak Zephron, all of them. <laughs> well, one of them is named, and I looked this up, Lex Shrapnel. Yeah. I, you see, John, you can't lie Which to is me a like porn that. name. That is a pornographer. Yeah. It, like, you're lying to me when you say things like that, and <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to stand for it. But Sophia Miles is interesting that she's in this because she's, she's young in it. But she's... Is he the ugly kid? Is Lex Shrapnel uh, Pete Davidson? I believe so, yes. Yeah, it appears that he is the old... Lex, that's... That's like fucking, like, Jet Brody. Like, that's like a video yes. game name. Yes. Lex Shrapnel. What the fuck? Yeah, no, that's his real name. Alexander Carey Shrapnel. <laughs> I'm looking it up. His dad's name is John, John Shrapnel. Shrapnel. And it doesn't seem like he changed it. No, it doesn't. He's in, like, 101 Dalmatians. His his grandfather is Norman Shrapnel. Like this is their name. That's crazy. Do you That's think that up. like? Do you think Norman is the reason why we have that word? No. No. Maybe like one of their ancestors is. That's just a weird one. Yeah, that's weird. I'm like I, not interested in talking about British people anymore, though. So like, <laughs> please, please go back to talking about Thunderbirds. Yeah. Um. The Thunderbirds are. Go international, but it seems like they are vaguely just American. Yeah, well, they're, um, they're international rescue. Yes, but it appears but they, that the Thunderbirds are very like American centric. Well, they live on Thunderbird Island. <laughs> I forgot about Thunderbird Island. Yeah, they live on Thunderbird Island. That just oh no, sorry, they live on Tracy Island in the South Pacific. Yeah, the population of Tracy Island, according to Wikipedia, is nine. Uh, understandable. It's it's just kind of I don't even want to call it boring. It's not a lot happens. It's all that all that happens in this movie is there's a really good, well directed. There's an Arctic Monkey song where they talk about Tracy okay. Island. 
good for them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forget what one it is, but now hearing Tracy Island, I'm like, yeah, that's an Arctic Monkeys lyric. Huh. Huh. Neat. First but, band I uh, ever listened to to, to impress a girl. Great. Yeah. Long, <laughs> long fucking dark rabbit hole on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Really and it's long. all Thunderbird's fault. Uh, yeah, no, it's all Thunderbird's fault. It's like the I'm going to start tracking like the feedback loop to like my fucking the black <laughs> hole that inhabits my brain. And it all starts with Thunderbird's dark, dark orb. Mm-hmm. I I do really honestly think that this movie is just the opening is very fun. I was like, oh, this rules. But you're right. We hit minute 30, and all it is is just them running around Tracy Island going, Yeah. Uh, this movie comes out the same year as The Incredibles. comes out, like, six yeah. months before. Which, very similar... Very similar vibes. Very similar design, too. Like, well, the island looks like Nomanasan a little bit. Like, the whole, like, Tracy compound has, like, a big Brad Bird feel to it. Like, it's the whole, it's, like, Art Deco 60s architecture. Yeah, which I really like. And we were talking about this. The PD on this movie is incredible. And I, I just want to talk about mm-hmm. first Jonathan Frakes. This is directed by Commander Riker himself, who I like a lot as just a guy. He seems seems to be pretty chill. <laughs> All he does is, if you don't know him as uh, start from Star Trek, you may know him as the, it's false, not true. That's a lie. That meme. Uh, one of the, best beards in hollywood yeah it just at one point he grew a beard and he has never looked back yeah but he's yeah, one of those guys who like i could kind of almost want slash see to play like orson wells see i've thought the same thing like he's got like a good look to him and like he's he has a, that like same build if you wanted to put on another like i don't know like 50 pounds yeah well he's he's even a little thick now he's getting he's getting old yeah. he's like how old is he? Let's look it up. He's sixty-eight. Jeez. Yeah, he's he could play. He could play Orson. He could play he like play Orson. F for fake Orson. Yeah, and I I also think that he has that same. Uh, he has that weird way that everybody talks like this. That but voice, no one talks yeah. like no one talks like that anymore, which is mm-hmm. interesting. I don't know. I I really like Jonathan Frakes. He does a lot of. He's also another, much like Ben Kingsley. He never stops working. No, he's just in, in shit. He keeps fucking being in shit. Well, and he direct he switches later in his career to directing. Directs two of the Star Trek movies, the Next Generation movies, uh, First Contact and Insurrection, and then he does Clock Stoppers, which I kind of remember. I vaguely remember Clock Stoppers, but I also could just be thinking of Disney Channel original movie Minutemen, which is my favorite uh, Disney Channel both, original movie. We are both thinking of Minutemen. Yeah, no, we're thinking of Minutemen. Because it's a very similar poster. We'll it's post the those. same poster, and like we actually saw Minutemen. Cousin yeah. Greg, thank you. Oh, shout out to Cousin Greg. Yeah, someone I know. Uh, she was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> he was hooking up with one of my roommates for a while, and I met him a few times." And I was like, "Oh, is is he nice?" <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, he's really, really chill guy." But he, it was very much a thing of like. <laughs> they came home and she would not be home, but he would be home like on the couch. That's kind of cool. So he's kind of just cousin Greg in real life. <laughs> That's awesome. I really like, like oh. Nicholas Braun. I mean, like everyone like, really likes Nicholas Braun. Yeah. I, I also I am comforted knowing that like there are some like some people who kind of look like me, but just bigger. <laughs> he's huge. Because he's like six, six, I think like he's taller than me. Yeah. He's massive. Mm hmm. 
Like that's that's one of the greatest tricks is I don't think Kieran Culkin is tiny. I think Kieran Culkin's like a little short, but he's not as small as he looks on the show. Yeah, because he's to him. framed next to fucking Gigantor. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think we 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 need to talk to Sam about getting us on talk about Minutemen. Oh, let's do it. I need to talk Minutemen. I need to it. run it back again. Let's do it. Is but, it the same year as Thunderbirds? No, it's 2008. It's four years no. after. Jason Dolly looks like he could be one of the Thunderbirds' sons. He does. That he's just he like does. a white blonde dude. Yeah. It's it's just a kind of boring movie. There's not a lot more. They All they do is just run around the island, and then eventually they fly to London. Mm-hmm. Not much happens. Uh, I want to give a quick shout-out to... Uh, Lady Penelope Creighton Awards again uh, out of you? No, uh, to her. Oh, are, are, are we talking? About, are we talking Aloysius? Are we talking uh, AP? Uh, Alo- Aloysius, yes. We're talking Aloysius Parker. Yeah, yes. he's like Mister Bean, but if he was really competent, yeah, and do like Krav Maga. <laughs> like is that C- the thing with? Is I, I've never interacted with anything involving Mister Bean. Is is he not like secretly like a savant? Like is that not how? Or is he just like a fool? No, he's he's the. What is implied? Well, oh, that's where I know the guy that plays the butler guy. He's in The Witcher. <laughs> He's in the Witcher TV show. Oh, my God. That's so fucking stupid. Hey, he's great. He's great. Ron Cook. What else is that? What else is this guy in? He's He seems to just be in British. Oh, he's things. in The Cook, the, the Thief, His Wife, Her Lover. He's in Hot huh. Fuzz. Oh, he's in, like, a bunch of weird movies. He's... He seems to have just the best weird, weird little, <laughs> little guy. Yeah, but in this, he's, he's like, no, the thing with Mr. Bean is that he's implied to be an alien. Is he? Is that his fucking deal? I thought he like was just British and looked the like The opening that. of the show is a like beam of light and he just falls on it like to earth. Huh? Like that's how each episode used to start. Really? Yeah. You see, and I don't know. I, I really don't know anything about him. And I think, like, my life is better for it. <laughs> Fun fact, they used to play uh, Mr. Bean on airplanes because there's, like, no dialogue on international I would always, flights. I, I would always watch Boomerang on. on planes. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that was always, like, my go-to. It was like, oh, I'm going to watch, like, Magilla Gorilla. <laughs> uh, Snagglepuss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, the Jetsons and learn about, like ancient history or whatever the fuck that show is about. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, do, I feel like this is a weird attempt to make a similar movie to, I think that there's a weird, we were talking about this while we were watching. We have to, yeah, we do have to talk about the other, like just like aggressive influence on this movie, which is spy kids. Yes. Like this movie this has movie... huge spy kids energy. And whereas Spy Kids just like keeps going and is, is really fun frenetic. and great and like a perfect children's film. Yeah, this is really boring for stretches of it. Yeah, and it's like I like you know I like my I I, I rewatched Spy Kids too maybe like four months ago. Yeah, because it was mm. the day that like they called the election, and I was like, this is good. Like I, I was like yeah. sitting on my couch, I had like two beers, and I was like, this movie's like fun and enjoyable and not bad, which is more than I can say about Thunderbirds because this movie is boring, not enjoyable, and kind of bad. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm glad this movie didn't make money 
But yeah, because the then we would have gotten fucking Thunderbirds too. Yeah, which uh, again, I, it was a weird. It's a weird thing that this movie came out bombed as hard as it did. I think that's kind of our our report here from Bomb Squad is that, is it's, that this movie this did mo- deserve to bomb, but also this movie shouldn't have cost like sixty million dollars in two thousand four. It's so strange. Because how it's much? So did, how much does Spy Kids cost? Because Spy Kids looks better than this. Let's find out. I, I, I was doing a little bit of research. It also appears that this movie was so fucking expensive because they like built all the fucking vehicles. Yeah, they. A lot of those were were not just props, but then a they set, work. Which, which a big thing was that some of this looked really good. Yeah, like all like the like. When they're like, there's a scene where they're like running around in like an aircraft hangar and like they get on the bulldozer that shoots toothpaste at people. And I was like, well, that, he's on a thing. Like, that's like a real thing that they built. Like, it looks like an erector set. <sighs> it's like, like the production design and the actual like craft of the Spy Kids cost $35 million. Yeah. Whereas even the big CGI heavy one. Spike Kids three costs thirty eight million. Yeah, it still and like two is probably like the most physical sets. Like they go to that island, they build the pyramid, all the shit like that. None and of these bomb. I, I, I'll take a minute to so talk good. about it, it. I really like those <laughs> the Spike Kids movies even now, just because they're they're very interesting in that they have <laughs> they have a weird selection of. Like, child stars who go on to things. Like, Emily Osment is Gertie Giggles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Danny Trejo's in there. Cheech Marin, Alan Cumming, <laughs> Tony Shalhoub, Steve Buscemi, Bill Paxton, Clooney, of course, as yeah. the president. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Which is the best. And then, like, Elijah... I just loved these. It was entire... It, it's just so my bag. I loved it. I, uh... I will say this. I, um... I'm kind of glad that we're we're not getting movies like this anymore because I think that this is a movie that was a little like I think even as a kid you realize that when a plot is that stupid like this movie's plot is. Well, the hood did want to steal Thunderbird too to rob banks. To he, rob he did banks? want to do that. I think that that's it's what we so are forgetting. Stupid. It's really, really stupid. Yeah, because it's not even like like it's like the revenge is he's like, I just want to kill you as opposed to like, I want to ruin your reputation because it's like he's like, I'm going to because basically what happens is that they go to Thunderbird Island. Uh, ben Kingsley like shoots a missile at Thunderbird five, which is a space station where the ugly yes. kid lives. And then yes. they all go up in the fucking rocket ship. And then Ben Kingsley takes over Thunderbird Island and he's like, okay, now that I'm here, I'm going to rob banks while you die in space. And it's not even like a, we're going to keep you hostage and watch why everything you built crumbles, like the Bane it's, plan. It's like, we're just going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, that. like, is that, does he technically get his revenge? Yeah, I suppose. But is it, like, interesting? No. Do no. I care? No. <laughs> None of this is interesting. Was I, like, busy doing something else? Was I busy, like, playing solitaire on my iPad? Yeah. <laughs> Also, this is the second movie we watched that someone breaks a flight simulator in. Yes. Because <laughs> they go in a flight simulator or like one of them does. I, I had this in the notes and I, I wanted to bring they this do. up. They do. And an, an, once again, they destroy it. 
Ben Kingsley also does try to murder a bunch of children with like a spaceship engine. Because they go down the slide, and he's like, turn yeah. on Thunderbird 1 and set the engines to what? broil. I'm sure this will happen again, but that was a w- in something we cover. It definitely will, because we will be covering a certain Mike Myers, Dr. Seuss book. Yeah, baby. Adaptation. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah! every, movie, every movie in the 2000s had to have a slide. If your oh, movie was, yeah, it was rated essential. PG, you were having a slide. There was a slide in the movie. So and, like, I like no a matter, slide. Like, I love to get my fucking ass charged with static electricity and, like, terrorize people with it. <laughs> I, I love, love to, going like, down my, a hot I, slide. A hot, where a you hot would, metal sheet. <laughs> where, where you get off and your the back of your legs would be a little blistered. Would be a little fucked up. Like, you're, if you wear jeans, like, you're just fucking not walking correctly for the rest of the day. Like, sometimes, like, the pieces wouldn't fit together properly, so, like, you just get fucked. Like, I, I do love a slide, though, despite all I've said about the slide. Um, it's That's kind of... Oh, they go to London. They build... There's a CGI monorail for some reason, which is fucked up, because, like, Ben Kingsley, like, takes a drill underwater, and it's like, London has an underwater train. That isn't Yeah. New. You could have yeah. used that, but instead you had to put the fucking PlayStation graphics in again. It's so strange. It feels like, like they oh, ran the out monorail. of money, like... 70% of the way through this. And not because it was, oh, we picked the wrong thing. It's they just spent it, all their money on building like a bulldozer that has a toothpaste cannon. Yeah. It it's it's all very I kind of get why they said, uh, hey, we're not going to let you make any more movies. That's fair. <laughs> Jonathan There's Trace. also, there is a scene where they all go in a walk-in freezer, which was fun. We talked about uh, working restaurant jobs and going into the uh, walk-in freezer to have like yeah. an emotional panic attack. Yeah. You get to, I, I worked in uh, BevMo and in there they had the big cold box, which was great because you would keep drinks in there. Like you just, I would put a, a a drink that wasn't cold in there. Then on my lunch break, just go in there and drink it. Yeah, I would go just like, have a have a nice crisp soda. I would go like just stand in there on my lunch breaks in high school it, at the, the green great. grocer. I would. It, it was like this is fun, and like nobody gonna nobody gonna fucking come talk to you. A best. lot of feet in this movie. Yeah, I noticed that too. A lot of feet. Oh, there's a. I'm, I'm just, like, going through, like, what else I have in my notes at this point. Um, I have yeah. Sproyoing written. Do you, does this mean anything to you? I think there's a weird sound effect Is there a boner point? joke? No, there's, like, I think that they use, like, a sound effect that like is... A boing, boing, like a... Yeah. And I, 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 I can't tell you what. All I know is I have it written in my notes. I think... I think when she punches... Oh, yeah, because there's like the an British ugly lady. British oh, there's the ugly tech British lady, lady who tries to seduce the nerd character. And then and during that, not, they, they just put not green light at his face to make him look like he's sick. Yeah. <laughs> Which there's it, that's the other thing. Some of this movie is really heightened and cartoony. And when it's in that point of view, it's like, oh, this is cool. But then the disasters are like they show an oil rig fire and it looks like that. Chris Pine. It looks like Deepwater Horizon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, oh. And and for what? (laughs) Is Deepwater Horizon the Chris Pine movie? That's the Wahlberg one. Oh. Oh, I'm thinking only the Brave or whatever. Yeah. That's... 
it's one of the Peter Berg movies where someone mm-hmm. like something explodes and Mark Wahlberg's like, whoa, whoa, that's crazy. Oh, fuck. It's like that's just crazy. like the beginning of Armageddon, but for two hours when they're on the fucking yes. oil rig. <laughs> Which, hey, yeah, hey, a better movie. Yeah, a much but, better movie. But other than that, I don't know if we have anything else. Do you have anything else to add about the Thunderbirds? I, I have in my notes. I uh, the one last thing because I delete these as I talk about them. I wrote, I, "Fuck having braces." Mm. And does a character have braces? <laughs> or like maybe it was just like how I use my notes to catalyze, like to catalog like other thoughts that I have. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It's. Every part of this just made me kind of roll my eyes and go like, man, who yeah. cares? It's like the, this is like, this movie is like really emblematic of like, just like why they stopped making movies like this for children. Yes. And like if Thunderbirds came out today, it would be like a miserable PG-13 shot in a parking lot in Atlanta nonsense fest that would go straight to Netflix and it would be the All most popular the movie. And Netflix would be like, 30 billion people have gone to go with the Thunderbirds. <laughs> and I'm like, eh, yeah, I guess so. I suppose I believe it. Yeah, yeah. We'd get, like, Thunderbird box or fucking whatever. Oh, oh. All right. Are we done, talking, are we done uh, talking about the plot? You want to talk about the box office? I don't. I just don't like that Netflix keeps lying about all the That's everything. my favorite like, thing. That's my favorite fucking like, psyop, besides, like, Latinx, to make people anti-woke. <laughs> they're, just, they're just saying, like, oh, yeah, Extraction, the Chris, <laughs> Chris Nemsworth shoots up India movie. Uh, that that was watched by every human on earth, mm-hmm. including it's me, so- and I haven't seen it. They like, they like beamed it into my. They put me in the fucking Barry Pepper <laughs> Battlefield Earth brain machine without me knowing. And they were like, I was like, I, they're like, I was like, I've seen Extraction. They're like, you have seen it. <laughs> All right. uh, yeah, I don't so have anything let's else talk, to say. Uh, let's talk. Com- let's talk. Let's talk dollar signs. Yeah. So this movie opens July thirtieth, two thousand four. Uh, it opens at number 11, wah, wah, uh, making $2.7 million, which is about like half of its domestic gross. Oh, that's tough. That's, that's really bad. That's tough. Uh, the, in the top 10, we got The Village. Good movie. We got Born yeah. Supremacy. Manchurian Candidate. iRobot. Spider-Man 2. We got Catwoman. We got Harold and Gumar go to White Castle. Good movie. Cinderella Story. I, and literally every one of these is a better this is so movie than uh, Like, I would rather take my kids to any of these. And this is objectively funny that this movie outgrosses Thunderbirds Fahrenheit 9-11. Oh, my God. No way. Yeah. So the next week is August 6th, and it goes from 11 to 15. It makes 1.2 mil. Oh, that's rough. And then the next week goes from 15 to 29, makes $224,000. Oh, man. <laughs> and then after that, the final week is August 20th, where it sits at... Where are you, Thunderbirds? In there. So it's at 45 that week. Um, and the movies man. that border it are A Home at the End of the World, which is a movie I've never heard of. Don't believe it. And a movie called Saints and Soldiers. Other movies in that list that outgross Thunderbirds, uh, Garfield the movie at number 29. Okay. I saw that movie in theaters. I liked I that think movie I a lot as a kid. I think I liked that movie a lot as a kid because the, 
the dog they had playing Odie is like very cute. I think I just really was like, oh, I like that dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and this is the Thunderbirds in theaters for four weeks. Uh, for reference, at number 61, we have Donnie Darko, which was in theaters for 148 weeks. What? I guess it was a re-release. That's weird. I suppose it was is a re-release. Is this box office mojo? I'm on the numbers. box Because Amazon bought, bought, bought IMDb, which did box office mojo, and they fucking gutted it. Uh, the Stomp documentary... Uh, that made just, a that made a lot of money. Yeah, that movie uh, it appeared to be in theaters for ninety eight weeks. Jesus. Yeah. And well, then, okay uh, then. At number one hundred and six, we have Kill Bill Volume Two, making a uh, four hundred and thirty eight million dollars. Sorry, four hundred and thirty eight dollars. And yeah, that's gonna, uh, that's, that's kind of all I got for Thunderbirds. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm, I think John I'm going to Gil- go, John too. Gilbert birds are go. <laughs> yeah, I think the Canalizo birds are go, too. I'm like, I'm going to just thumb through. I, I'm i I'm going to wrap us up. Uh, Jerry Anderson, who's like a film critic, said that it's the biggest load of crap I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Honestly, not far off. <laughs> not far off. Like, I've seen worse movies, but like... <laughs> but this is, this is a load of crap. This is a load of crap. I, I, yeah, it's I really do. It's not a have, load I, of shit. <laughs> It's crap because it's not even like Battlefield Earth where like we can just no. like, like yuck it up about this fucking thing. It's just we, like we both have had trouble talking for this episode about anything to say. Yeah, like we talked about like talk about Spy Kids probably more consistently than we talked about fucking Thunderbirds. Yeah. Yeah. And and next next week we're going to be uh, doing a little bit of a tie in. Oh, something yeah. That, Irrelevant. Something... There also might be two episodes next week. Yeah, we'll see. There, there, there could be a, a live episode recorded from the inside of my car. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we, 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 got some, we got some walking to do. We got some, some walking. walking to do. Stay tuned next week. You can yeah. follow us at, uh, at me. The new at Twitter John is Gilby. bomb squad underscore pod. Uh, you so, can follow me on Twitter at McClunky. John, where can people find you? At John Gilby, J-O-H-N-G-I-L-B-I-E. And yeah. uh, that's me on everything. So hit us up if you're interested in having anything covered. But we've got a schedule going right yeah, now. Yeah, we got that big fat fucking spreadsheet. Um, and thank you for the support on uh, the relaunch and things yeah. like that. And uh, yeah, don't forget to review us on iTunes. I don't think Spotify has that. I don't know. I, I route my podcast through Apple. Give us a, a subscribe. Yeah. And uh, we will see you next week where we learn that sometimes um, I, don't, I got nothing about what we're fucking talking about next week. I'm I, not excited. I, I'm not I excited to watch that fucking movie. <laughs> Bye. All right. Yeah. See you guys.